Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Oh, what up, Wednesday? Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How you doing, Casey? Wait, it's Wednesday? Yeah, it's only Wednesday. I really didn't think it was. <laughs> I thought I thought you were like joking for a second. That was just going along with it. It's Wednesday, April 5th. How was your day yesterday? It was long. Yeah. I had a pop-up event for the earrings biz, and it was a ton of fun, but it was later than I'm normally awake. I yeah. lost about four hours. It's the thing is the world does not does not revolve on our schedule. No, it really doesn't. And that's so clear now that the sun is staying up longer. I mean, two nights ago, I went to sleep and it was still bright outside. Yep, yep. It's uh, it's odd putting the kids down to bed and, you know, the sun's still up. So <sighs> that's happened. That happened. So we've got storms today. Uh, early this morning, it's going to affect rush hour. It's going to come through, right, like 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. So there's going to be a lot of rain, a lot of thunderstorms, that kind of thing. So be careful if you're out. Uh, tomorrow's my birthday. So. Oh, it's your last day of being 37. I know. Right? Thoughts? You, you know what they say. No. Storms before your day of birth makes you the coolest on the earth. So that was a good little improv <laughs> moment we had there. The mind is still sharp. <laughs> uh, we've got Kane Brown tickets today with the big three. So if you want to go to the show on the 14th, be listening right around then. And you can play with uh, me today. I think I'm in the hot seat. Uh, we'll do that at 8 o'clock. Good morning. Thank you for hanging out. Be safe out there. Rain's about to start if it hasn't already. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with KC Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Jackson Dean isn't just keeping the fame and success for this past year to himself. He's bringing his family up with him. So Jackson Dean, he you may have seen him at our Hot Country Nights show earlier this year. Yep. He's the one that sings, um, if I don't come back, don't come looking. Yeah. You know. Well, he knew exactly what he wanted for his new music video for his song, Fearless. Fearless is the next single after Don't Come Looking. So it's kind of like, okay, Don't Come Looking. It, it turned out to be huge. This next song has to do equally equally as well. So he decided to film a really huge music video to go along with it. And he decided that the people in the music video, he didn't want them to be strangers. He knew exactly who they should be. Telling the story of what I wanted the message of this to be was not just a guy and a girl. I knew I wanted to use my brother and my sister-in-law and my niece to tell that story because what else is greater there to fight for than your family? And the scene set is in 1863, so it's very, like, old-looking. and Yellowstone-y. Yes. And the storyline goes that the baby gets sick, so... Dean's, Jackson Dean's brother, Kyle, who serves as like the dad, he has to leave his wife and daughter at home so he can go out and fight the elements and fight the bad guys and the wolves and rush to the nearest town to get some medicine. And they had like real wolves and flying bullets and they're See, standing on the edges of real cliffs. I, this movie is shot so cinematic. I don't truly know how he has the budget. Yeah. You know? Please tell me that the dude rode a buffalo. The whole time instead of a horse, because I feel like that'd be awesome. Dude on a buffalo? I think you just made that up. No! Look it up on YouTube. Also, when we met him at Ballpark Village, I, in my mind, was like, oh, he's probably like 28, 30. Oh, no. 22 years old. Dude's kind of like a a younger version of Brantley Gilbert in a way. I was going to say like a younger Chris Stapleton. Okay. He's got- Hybrid. 
of a the hybrid. Two. Yeah. He's got this like he his voice is so low and strong, but he's got this sense as like he's seen some things. Yeah, he's an old soul. Yet guy like would have just gotten out of college yeah. if that's the route that he took. <laughs> he goes on to say, I've had this vision of my brother playing this role for so long ever since I wrote the song. So it was like magic watching it come to fruition and I've really been moved seeing it for the first time. The realness of it all is heightened. Seeing the genuine love between the characters because they are together in real life will just hit you in the chest. So... I think that was pretty cool that, you know, he decided to make this big cinematic music video for his second single, but also called up his family and was like, you guys got to be the one to do this. Yeah. Going for that CMT award next year. We see you. Mm, we see you, Jackson. We see you. <laughs> Remy and Casey. 314-699-4766. Is it okay to say I have a work wife or a work husband? Mm. Like your husband comes home telling you about his day, says something about his work wife. You cool with that? Or vice versa? You cool with that? I don't know. That's always a term that's hit me so in such a strange way. Yeah. Because in some ways, like this is a really terrible example, but when people were comparing Savannah Guthrie and Matt Lauer as like, work husband, work wives, mm -hmm. that kind of made sense to me. Because, like, I don't know his real wife. Like, I just know him with her. Yeah. But to think that that might be how people look at us, don't like it. Yeah. Jared Neiman said that. <laughs> Jared Neiman thought I was your wife. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you've met my wife. This is not, this is not my wife. 21% uh, of adults say that they think it's okay to have a work spouse, while 45% say that it is inappropriate. Only 18% of millennials are okay with it, while 40% of boomers say it's fine. So it Of seems, course, of course. It seems you know? like it's a generational thing. Um, but let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. You cool with your spouse having a work husband or wife? It just, it just alludes to inappropriateness, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think there are other ways to say it like your counterpart at work or I'll always say like my favorite coworker or you know my best friend at work yeah that kind of Remy. stuff right sure my but favorite person at work Remy never do I say so my boyfriend at work you know <laughs> people <laughs> oh, that would, feels really weird people would get really confused that hits way different right like boyfriend and husband that hit I don't know why but husband sounds better than boyfriend because mm -hmm, it sounds like I'm a cheater <laughs> so <laughs> that's why that's Sounds weird, it sounds Remy. a little um, polygamous <laughs> to say that I have a husband at home and also here. Yeah. I mean, we do spend a lot of time with each other. And I would say that most, you spend a lot of time at work. So if you work closely with somebody at work, then that, I guess that's where that line is. Obviously, you don't want to cross that line. It just feels like one of those things that you say when you're, when, or that you say about someone when they're just a little too close. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. my work husband. Yeah. I think you don't know his wife well enough to be saying that out loud. Because if you did, you wouldn't be saying that. Yeah. You know? Uh, got a text here. I think it definitely depends on the situation as long as they're respectful of the relationship. But usually if your significant other is coming home and telling you about them, I definitely don't see you guys as work wives. Um, I see you guys more as close cousins. So there we are. Yes. <laughs> yes. Casey and Remy were first cousins. First cousins. God, we should start 
telling people that. Oh <laughs> it's a family affair. Oh my God, we grew up in Monroe County. That's, yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> is the term work husband or work wife okay? That's the question in a new survey. They say millennials are not as okay with it as boomers are. 18% of millennials say they're okay with it, while 40% of boomers say they're fine with it. Uh, on the text line, we got a couple. Uh, Gloria says, my hubby would never go for me having a work husband. Um, Kim says, nope, not at all. Makes all other employees start rumors and could make things worse seeing, mm -hmm. uh, see something that's not actually there, especially if it's someone who doesn't get along with one or two people at work. So that's an interesting thing. I feel like I've always kind of looked at you as a sibling. Yeah. Like you're, a, you're a young, like you're a younger sister and we're missing, like there's, we have three siblings, but the miss, the middle one is missing. Yeah, because we're exactly 10 years apart, and that shows a lot. Yeah, I could see that. I, I think cousins is an interesting take. Someone said that earlier. start asking me, that's what I'm going to say from now on. It's my cousin. It's me and my cousin on the air on WIL. <laughs> <laughs> Remy and Casey, cousins for life on 92.3 WIL. Uh, let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. Is that work husband, work wife thing? Is that is that okay or is that just obsolete at this point? Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. All eyes will be on Tiger Woods and the Masters this weekend as this might just be his last. Prior to you know, my back fusion, I, I didn't know that I was going to be able to play the game at, at any kind of level. I was able to do that and come back and play and happen to uh, win a major along the way. Just so excited to be back here and be able to compete and play. The practice rounds have been insane with the amount of people that are watching him. Uh, it's going to be a sight. It's going to be a spectacle this weekend. So uh, round one kicks off tomorrow. Gameplay will go through Sunday. The favorites this year, Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, and uh, Jordan Spieth is up there as well. So one thing about the Masters that holds true, the food and beverages are reasonable. The concessions are actually reasonable. Have you seen any of this? No, I haven't. So I was just watching on TikTok last night, just thumbing through. And someone entered the concession stand, grabbed a bag of chips, two sandwiches, like a pimento cheese sandwich and also like a barbecue sandwich and a beer. How much would you think that that like think about going to Bush Stadium, grabbing two sandwiches, a bag of chips and a beer? I mean, that's at least 50 bucks. <laughs> $11. Wow. Yeah. The pimento cheese and egg salad sandwiches are the most popular. They come in these weird green bags that you can't actually see the inside at yeah. all. Uh, but they're $1.50 a piece. Like the sandwiches are $1.50. Uh, I think beers are five bucks. Well, you're paying a million dollars just to get into the place. True. So you know what? I do deserve a sandwich for a buck fifty. <laughs> True. Uh, also free parking on top of that. Like I said, when you're paying $300,000, I don't know how much it costs to get into the Masters, but you know. All I got to say is, hey, every other professional sports organization ever, listen up. Right. We are paying a lot to get into your game. We don't also want to pay an arm and leg for all the foods and things. Uh, baseball news. MLB games are down 25 minutes on average since the new pitch clock rules have gone into action. That is an insane amount of time for just a pitch clock. I didn't know if it was going to affect it that much when they first started doing this. And someone went to the Cardinals game recently and they were like, they came back and like, that was the shortest game ever. Crazy. It's like two and a half hours. Normally they're like three, mm -hmm. maybe a little over three, but 25 minutes will be shaved off of your game on average 
when you go to see a Cardinals game now. Wow. So uh, Cardinals lost to the Braves last night, four to one. They'll play again today. Hopefully the weather has moved on by then. Uh, I'll be at the game. First pitch, 12-15. Blues beat the Flyers last night. Uh, four to two. They've got the Rangers tomorrow night. Puck drop at seven. You can find more on the Facebook page, 92.3 W.I.L. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Big man on campus, Flava Flav, has officially crossed over into the Ivy Leagues. After spending the day at Harvard University schooling students about the roots of hip-hop culture. I think the Lord, you know? Finally, they're getting someone in there, you know? I love whenever you hear about this, like, someone so off the wall or someone that you wouldn't expect Harvard to invite to come and spend a week and, like, teach a class. The way that, what school is it has a whole course on Taylor Swift. Gosh, there's so many that do like the Beyonce or the Taylor Swift or the Jay-Z. Yeah. I think it's great. It'd be so fun to be a student there. He conducted a table read of Emily Dickinson's 1896 poem, A Clock Stopped, and how that tied into his lyrics over time. And obviously, as we know, Flava Flav, he has a a thing for clocks. (laughs) Yeah. How it ties into the clock that he wears around his neck. It's super deep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was a fitting choice of literature, blah, blah, blah. And he also went and donated some of his most notable clocks to their Hip Hop Archive Research Institute. This is the weirdest story. That's why I this saw it. This is so it, weird. And I said, Flavor Flav at Harvard, just teaching, donating, <laughs> reading Emily Dickinson. Like he went, read some poetry and donated some clocks. What is happening? I know. Hey, and it's Harvard. What else does he have to do? I don't know. Exactly. Sit on the couch See, and it, scream things like, Flavor Flav! <laughs> he's also scheduled for a writer's workshop at Harvard, a sit down with PBS, and he's going to go along with some of the Harvard students to the Harvard Square homeless shelter and um, feed the homeless. I don't think I've ever seen Flavor Flav serious. So maybe he's turned a new leaf and maybe he's just like, Looking within. You know, maybe you've only seen his stage presence. I think that's the case. Yeah. Deep down, there is a real human with too much money and, you know, clocks to know what to do with. Yeah. And he's got to spread it around a little bit. Now he's got so much time. He's not really out there doing much anyway. <laughs> his documentary is called Flava Flav, Removing the Grill. Is it really? He t- no, I just Oh my gosh. Up. I was like, wow. He takes his grill out. Let's read. Poems. I don't know. Something about Professor Flava Flav. I I think it could be a cool sh- career shift. Do you think this is like the Steve Urkel Stefan thing? You know what I mean? Like he turns into like a, uh, a very studious. Perhaps. Like. <laughs> perhaps. I'm not against that. I think that's a good career shift for him. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Well, it's not a good time for egg prices to still be high during Easter. This is something I didn't think about. Yeah. One of my favorite things as a kid was to dye eggs. We think it'd be, we had these little like tablets that you put in the water mm-hmm. and you let the eggs sit in there. Mm-hmm. And you try to just do half and maybe tape it off and make a bicolor. And it never turns out great. But it then never, you try yeah. and pull it out with a little metal thing and then it just plops <laughs> on the ground and exactly. breaks. Exactly. Uh, well... There may be an alternative to eggs this year. How would you like to dye some potatoes? Dye potatoes? Paint potatoes, dye potatoes. Just do whatever you would do with an egg, but with a potato because they're cheaper. 
Potatoes USA is trying to take advantage of the price gouging on eggs, and they're hyping potatoes as a replacement. <laughs> Supposedly, people are actually giving it a shot, at least in whatever marketing material they're throwing out there. Uh, some blogs suggest traditional paint for potatoes instead of dyes. So there's that. Uh, just making it an opportunity to have fun switching it up, you know? I feel like you've got to use the little round ones, not like the standard brown potatoes. The little baby bakers? Is yeah. That what they call them? I don't know. They're so good. They're so delicious. I love a little, little baby baker potato. Others are using edible paint, water-based food coloring, so the potatoes can still be eaten if you're down with that. Oh, that's the thing. It's like everybody in my family would eat the hard-boiled eggs... That you died. That we died. And yeah. I was just never interested in that part. That's because, well, are you into eggs or yeah. are you just freaked out about the dye? No, I love eggs. I, I'm a big fan. I'll eat hard boiled eggs all day, but I don't know. I just, I feel like after the, the shell was tampered with, I just wasn't interested. That's, that is, that explains you and your eating habits <laughs> to a T. If it is tampered with, Remy cannot have it. Uh, yeah. So th- I guess this doesn't solve the problem. Of the uh, of losing an egg in the house until it rots, but uh, a lost potato could be the, could be similar, and it could also grow. You know what I mean? Have you ever left a potato in the pantry for a while and it starts to grow Sprout again? Sprout things. <laughs> yeah. I'm more concerned about the fact that you just said a, an egg in the house. Who's yeah. hiding the real eggs in their house? That's the thing. I mean, we used to do that as a kid. That's yeah, really brave. Yeah. But we'd always go to my grandma's house, and her egg hunts were the best because she put money in her eggs. Of course. Those are the best. Like, but it was nothing but money. It was just money. Just cash. And then everybody, all the cousins would get into fights at the end because someone had more money than the other one. That's the best part about an egg hunt. <laughs> I want to see some bows thrown. Yeah, yeah. Bows thrown, money awarded. Easter. <laughs> <laughs> the true meaning of Easter, right? So I guess if uh, if uh, eggs aren't in the budget for you this year, try potatoes because it's a thing and they're trying it out. If you need ideas, I did post a a, uh, a blog, art, an article on the Facebook page with a bunch of like different how to decorate your potato ideas. Oh my gosh. Imagine. The Easter Bunny won't though. They'll still <laughs> no. have the regular no, eggs. No, it's got to have the regular eggs, of Thank course. Thank goodness. Remy and Casey. So this time tomorrow, I'm going to be on Olive standing on the side of the road with a giant sign that says something that Casey has come up with. Or that she's taken off a suggestion from somebody. That's true. I'm thinking I won't tell you. I'll just like hand it to you, sign, sealed and delivered. Man. And I'm really hoping that the weather is better than it is right now, tomorrow at this time. I think it's going to be. It might be a little bit cooler than it's been, but... But it's a little scary out there right now. Yeah. So I lost our bracket blowout here in the studio. Uh, we did an NCAA men's basketball bracket uh, bet, a wager. And the bet, the sweetest part of it all is that it was Remy's idea. <laughs> and the whole time, well, anytime we would get updates on the games or scores, he would always say, and this is bad for Casey's teams, and this is bad for Casey's bracket, yeah. and guess who prevailed? Yeah. So that, that first round, it's weird for someone to win in the first round, but that's really where it happened for you. Mm-hmm. I had Houston and Alabama up until I didn't have Houston and Alabama because they both blew it. Yeah. But that's why I was so confident. I was like, oh, I've got two number one seeds in here. They're going to do great. No, right. not, not this time. So uh, there's a, a lot of suggestions that we've that we've received 
through the text line. If you've got any re- any requests that you would like to see on the sign, 314-699-4766. Um, my favorite so far is Kanye 2024. Oh. <laughs> see, I really, I really did think of that. And then I just thought, I, I can't have something that's bad for your health. <laughs> that's bad for my health. I can't have someone roll by and think they can like yeah. tell you something, you yeah, know? Or pull over and like... Tell you to take your shirt off. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what was it? What was another one that you had from? Ah, man, I feel like I suck at NCAA brackets. Was one from the six three six that happened. Uh, Brett, will you marry me? Referring to Brett Eldridge and my love for him. Honk, and I'll take my pants off for Brett Eldridge. Yeah. Play Brett Eldridge. <laughs> um, I just- had. Florida Georgia line is real country. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this time tomorrow, I will be standing out on Olive with something that Casey comes up with. Mm, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know what it's going to be. Now I just got to go get the poster board itself and some markers and get a little creative. Yeah, so I'm going to be doing the show live from the side of Olive for an hour. Yeah, so we're going to have to mic you up. Yeah, from 7 to 8. If you're traveling on Olive and you like want to give me a little beep beep. Right, we're here in Creve-Core. Yeah. Should be should be fun, I hope. It'll be fun for me inside, looking out this window, watching you out there. I want you in the median, by the way. I don't know if I can do that. That you there's the, a. You think okay. the Creve Corps police would be okay with that? Listen, I don't know. That's an, an obstruction. I'll just be like, hey, it's my birthday. <laughs> Casey was just like, if I was driving right now, I'd pull over. <laughs> oh yeah, um, it's a twister. Yeah, at least at least in Creve Corps right now. I just talked to my wife who is in Monroe County, who's in Columbia, and she said it was just sprinkling there, but it's coming. Uh, definitely gracious. a lot of rain, which a lot of times is, is more dangerous, in fact, just because of hydroplaning and all that stuff. So. so much rain and wind that we actually said in the studio, okay, do we have a tornado plan in this building? Like, yeah. where do we run to if we just see it? Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, that's not that's not in the forecast at this point. Uh, just a severe thunderstorm watch for the area. Uh, so hopefully this will move through and we can all enjoy a Cardinals game uh, for lunch. But we need a big three contestant right now. I am in the hot seat today. Uh, and if you uh, want to win some prizes, what's up for grabs today, Casey? Today you can win tickets to go see Kane Brown at the Enterprise Center April 14th with Dustin Lynch and Lokash. If you want to play safely, 314-954-9230. Remy and Casey. Let's get into it today. We are playing the big three. Remy is playing along with Janessa for these Kane Brown tickets. He's going to be at the Enterprise Center April 14th with Dustin Lynch and Low Cash. Would you like to spin the wheel and see what you're playing today? I'm going to go spin that wheel. Oh, dang, dang, no. Today we're playing Dynamic Duos. I'll explain a famous Dynamic Duo, what they're known for, and you will tell me who that is. Okay. The best part is, if you don't know an answer, you've got Janessa on the phone here, and she's going to help you out. But I think something tells me you're going to do pretty well at this. Okay. I like that. All right. Let's play Dynamic Duos. Number one. This Dynamic Duo traveled across oceans to rescue a missing boy who had been kidnapped. Janessa. Janessa, do you know this one? Uh, no clue. Say the clue again. 
This dynamic duo traveled across oceans to rescue a missing boy who had been kidnapped. Oh, man, all I can think of is Liam Neeson. <laughs> but he doesn't have a partner in it, and I'll it was his this, daughter. It's a bit more lighthearted than that. Mm, a bit more lighthearted. I'll go Batman and Robin, final answer. Okay. <laughs> Together, this duo created one of the most everlasting comedy skits that St. Louis has ever seen and quoted. Man, say that one more time. Together, this duo created one of the most everlasting comedy skits that St. Louis has ever seen and quoted. It's like, uh... You live here. It's like, who's on first? Uh, Abbott and Costello? Is that your answer? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this duo is the bat... I'm sorry. This duo is the Batman and Robin of their field. Strong at the time, but now they're known to be more like foes than friends. Can I get any more context clues there? They were the Batman and Robin of their field. Strong at the time, but now they're foes, not friends. Of their field. Um, Taylor Swift and Katy Perry? I don't know. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> uh, I'm going to Taylor Swift and Katy Perry because I have no idea and I'm out of phone of friends. Sure thing. We'll go to Janessa. How yeah. many of these three do you think Remy got correct? Um, one. One. Man, I don't even know about that. For the tickets, did Remy get one question correct? Remy. Remy. You did get one answer correct. Let's go through this real fast. This dynamic duo traveled across oceans to rescue a missing boy who had been kidnapped. Obviously. When life gets you down, you know what you got to do? I don't want to know what you got to do. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. It's Marlon and Dory. Wow. Mm -hmm. For a little, uh, I, I, was I made it sound sure. deep. Yeah. No, only as deep as the ocean. Number two, this dynamic duo created one of the most everlasting comedy skits that St. Louis has ever seen and quoted. You were right. It is Abbott and Costello. I'm telling you, who's on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. Obviously. Yeah. And finally, this duo is the Batman and Robin of their field. Strong at the time, but now they're known to be more like foes than friends. Batman and Robin of the NBA. That could have been anybody, Casey. This is Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan and, and Scotty Pippen. Pippen. Girl, see, you know of course I know now. Now. Uh, anyways. The good news is that Janessa gets these tickets. Exactly. The bad news is, once again, Remy, <laughs> not really coming through. I think it's the questions. I don't know. Come at Casey on the text line. 314-699-4766. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Sorry, not today, Florida Georgia Live. <laughs> Great news for one country artist who is expecting... Maddie of Maddie and Tay. Oh, congratulations. That's awesome. She's having nice. a baby. This comes about, I think, two years after Tay had her first daughter, Layton. If you might remember, Tay had a lot of uh, complications during that the end of her pregnancy and yep. during the birth. And I know that they were 
Wasn't she in the hospital in the for like a for whole a long time? Yeah, I feel like she was in the hospital too for like a month, wasn't she? I think it was a few months. I think yeah. she was like three months old by the time they got to bring her home. Oof. But now Maddie is expecting her. I know you saw that lightning in here. <laughs> Maddie is expecting her first son, and they just announced it yesterday on social media. Maddie Marlowe Font revealed as she was standing beside her husband, Jonah, and they held a little sign saying expecting in September. And did you know that Maddie and her husband have been together for 15 years? That's crazy. She's so young, I She's feel. 30. So they're high She's- school sweethearts. Oh, they've been, okay. I was like, they've been married for 15 years? I'm sorry, did I say that? They've been together. together. Yeah. For 15 years. They said they found out in early January. She surprised Jonah with a little card and some positive tests whenever he came home from work. They say they're so excited to become parents because they've always wanted babies and they think that this is the perfect new chapter for them. I, it's so wild seeing them because I think a lot of people might still think of Maddie and Tay as like the 17 year old mm-hmm. girl in a country song. Yeah. Um, artists, but now what you don't realize is it's been like 13 years. Their wives, their mothers, and they're still out touring. I think the last time they were here, they were at the pageant. Yeah, yeah. And you got to interview. Well, we both got to interview. No, we- you wrote them a poem. I did. I wasn't there. I, I wish I was. I was with Marty, who was very nervous as to what the poem may have in it. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> he, you know, he's a he's a secondhand embarrassment kind of guy. So <laughs> that's so funny. Well, love them. Hope them. I'm sorry, wish them all the best. Hopefully we get to see them come to St. Louis sometime soon. Another funny thing about the story is that Tay actually predicted that Maddie was pregnant before Maddie even found out. And that's what prompted her to go home and be like, you know what, maybe I should just go take a test and see. Wow. So they're that close after all these years of touring and obviously being the best of friends. So you can see that announcement on our Instagram story and Facebook page. Follow us at 92.3 WIL. Remy and Casey. Where's the best place to dispose of dog poop? 314-699-4766. I say this because I'm bringing up a hypothetical situation that Casey and I were talking about in the studio First yesterday. off, you never told me how you... You just brought this up. Where did you get this from? I'm bringing it up because I wanted to know. I was curious. Why? Where? Did, how did you think of this? I may have seen a neighbor do this. Okay. Just hang okay. on. Hang with okay. me. Okay. Your dog poops in a neighbor's yard while you're on a walk. You having bags on you like a good dog owner yes. is like, I'll bend over and get this thing, I'll tie it up, whatever. Then what are you doing with the bag? Are you taking it back home to your house to throw it out? Or where else is it going? Casey? I will preface this. <laughs> it's all circumstantial. Okay. All right. I don't know if there's any circumstances to this, but keep going. The first trash can I see, it's going in. And that means if it's, people are going to hate me for this. If it's trash day and your can is out in the street yeah, and they haven't taken your trash out yet, I'm sliding it in. <laughs> I don't think you and can I'm do so that. Sli- no, I, I definitely, think- I de- listen, I know it's probably illegal. <laughs> but I'm always like, man, I got two miles before I get back to my house and I'm going to carry this the whole time. I'm just, this person does not mind. The trash guy's coming in a few hours anyway. It's fine. Okay. So you pick up poop and the first trash can that you see is where it goes. Even if it's not your can. That's what you're doing. That's what I just said. 314-699-4766.
Is that the right way to do it? You're literally, okay, I yes. want, I'm going to turn your mic down in a second. Let me talk. You set this whole break up and said, Casey does this immoral thing. Let's talk about it. Yeah. What? It's not necessarily immoral. I don't know. There are probably other people that do that. Like Mark, he said, wow, complaining just to complain. You got someone living in that garbage can. Is your trash offended that other trash is going in there? He's defending you. What up, Mark? <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I kind of feel that if I was, if I someone, if I saw someone throw their stuff into my trash can, like to me, a trash can is a trash can. Like you put trash in. I'm glad you picked it up out of my yard. Okay. Thank you. Go ahead. Throw it in there. I don't care. Okay. Randy says, why are you handling the trash inside the trash can? Let the garbage truck take care of that for you. It's in a bag. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Thank you. I'm really sorry, because I know this is going to offend a lot of people. I can totally imagine some people seeing me through their kitchen window and going, don't my trash can. I would totally do that. But like, they'll probably never say it to my face. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Grace says, the point is, it's not your trash can. And not everyone wants to smell your dog's crap when they open the trash can. If it ain't yours, don't touch it. That's the point. If the trash truck is coming, he's coming. It's <laughs> not it, like, an empty out? trash can. I'm not walking up your driveway. <laughs> also, if it's leaking out, I'm handling the situation. You know what I mean? Like, I'm... I didn't say it was immoral. You said it People was immoral. People are getting... And I knew you were only bringing this up to get me worked up or to get other people worked up. It's fantastic. You are worked up. Next Everybody's worked up. Next thing you do, it's going on the air. Release 314-699-4766. There he goes. Getting the Snickers. I just feel like you're ready to pounce right now. Like you're. I you're just want you to ready. know that I'm taking notes for the next thing you do and it's going on the air. I'm not saying that what you're doing is bad. I'm just throwing it out there because it's one of those things. Okay. Right. So when, I'll just be throwing it out there. <laughs> just like I'm throwing my trash in your trash can. When dogs, when Casey's dog goes to the bathroom, she picks it up and then she will put it in the nearest trash can. If that is your trash can, she doesn't care. It goes in the, in the trash if can. it's circumstantial, if it's trash day, your trash is full, the trash truck is coming, I'm sorry. Lots of claps. <laughs> From the 636, if the trash is on the curb, it's public property. Throwing poop bags in the trash is better that. than leaving it. Uh, from the 618, I guess the only thing that I could see being an issue is if the can actually belongs to the owners. Most are rented from the trash company, and can on the road is kind of public property at that point. So you've got the public property vote. Shannon says, this is kind of funny. She says, I'm going to have mine fingerprinted so that I can file a complaint <laughs> against anyone who touches my trash can. That's my trash only. I spent my hard-earned time creating the way my trash smells. No one else deserves the credit for my work. <laughs> <Shannon>. <laughs> Shout out. That's awesome. Uh, would you be okay if someone picks up the poop out of your yard, the dog poop out of your yard, puts it in a bag, and then just dispose of, disposes of it in your trash can on trash day? Is that a big deal? Let us know. 314-699-4766. I think you have a lot of people on your side here. I think I have enough. You're not But the, I, you're I, not I know I have people that are... There are people that said, I would rather have it in the trash can than in my yard. See, that's kind of how I feel about go. things. I'm sorry if you're someone who's so upset right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
Uh, again, the text line 314-699-4766. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thanks to Marina Fanning. Marina is a model citizen, co-worker, and friend through her work as the communications consultant for SSM Health. She goes above and beyond to support this region's hospitals and patients in any way she can, whether that's jumping in to navigate a crisis, helping a patient share their story of recovery or dropping everything to help a team member at a moment's notice for the past 10 years. She also has been a dance instructor, coach, and selflessly mentors and teaches aspiring young dancers of all ages. She was nominated by Ann Lucky. Marina, thank you so much for everything you do in your community. You can nominate a hometown hero at 923WIL.com. Here's her request song. It's Kit Moore. 923WIL, New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey on the way out today. Uh, any big plans for you today? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Straight couch and if the sun doesn't come out. Okay. I think the sun is supposed to come out or at least it's not supposed to rain after noon You hope so because you're going to the Cardinals game. Yes, I'm going to the Cardinals game. Got me some tickets from the, uh, they always do a media lunch every year and that was yesterday they bring out all the new like foods and you get to try the media luncheon that you and I both ditched and didn't even go to I didn't ditch it I just I I could not go unfortunately I had a haircut right (laughs) man (laughs) but uh, the Cardinals always always do good things for the media people out there at least we get to go to one game Uh, but yeah I'll be there at 1215 hopefully uh, and it still happens. No rain in the forecast this afternoon, so that's good. Tomorrow is a very special day because I get to stand out on Olive with a sign that Casey makes. It's very embarrassing. And it's also your birthday. It is also my birthday. No pressure. I'm telling you, don't do anything crazy. I... <laughs> I was like, only planning on I making actually, you stand on Olive. I was actually not planning anything. The so. craziest thing is that you were about to go stand outside. So, whenever it's somebody's birthday in oh, like on the radio station or on the show, I was. <laughs> I'm always like, I gotta get streamers, I gotta get balloons, I gotta get a cake, let's go. And I don't want anybody Meanwhile, to ever have to stress Meanwhile, I was about like, mine. so your birthday is Sunday, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll celebrate with the very embarrassing act of uh, a punishment tomorrow for losing the bracket blowout in the studio. So be here for that. That's from 7 to 8. If you want to drive by and honk at me, uh, you are more than welcome to do that. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. We'll see you tomorrow for my birthday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 923 WIL.